still one of my favorite songs. I love that song. 706 Good Morning. It's BS in the Morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we get together and we make BS. Our web address is bs.show. No, it's not bs.show.com or some crazy stuff like that. It's bs.show. We touched on this last week, uh, last hour, last week, last hour, Shelly, about the uh, Izzy thing. Yes. Izzy is now in Phoenix. Yes, she is. When we first started this show a long time ago, Shelly wanted to be BS in the morning. And we found out not too long after we went on the air as BS in the morning, there was another BS in the morning, KOMP Comp 92.3 in Las Vegas. And at the time, it was it was uh, Brittany and Sparks. And they were what's yes. called BS. Brittany got fired. And ultimately, you get mad every time I say this. I know. Ultimately, she committed suicide, which is really sad. Very, Tragic. Very attractive woman. Beautiful. Things didn't, things didn't go well for her. She moved back east with her parents. They lived in North Carolina. She actually worked for NASCAR for a while. She was like a, a like a reporter or something like that for NASCAR. Went back to Las Vegas to interview for a job at another radio station. Didn't get it. Went to a hotel room. Killed herself. Sad story. Anyway, uh, so 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 it's B, or so B's gone, and it's still S Sparks. So they're bringing Izzy. So now it's not BS in the morning. It's IS in the morning, but they still call themselves BS in the morning. Then they get rid of Sparks. Sparks is gone. He disappears, takes the BS in the morning.com web address with him. We can't track him down, try to talk, talk, him, talk to him, get the address from him. He won't contact us. I think he's underground. He's probably, you know, in a, in a he's casino. He's on the DL. Yeah, he's in a casino, probably drunk on the floor someplace. Anyway, <laughs> so we decide to change to BS.show. So that's the rest of the story. Okay. Last night, I took a really bad fall, and it's the world's smartest woman's fault. Why? About, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago, her son had a job. One of her sons, she's got two sons. One of her sons worked out at this place in the business park down there. Oh, what, what is it called? It MEMC or what? What's the business park down there off of Weldon Spring? Weldon Spring Business Park. You know what I'm talking about? It's called Research Park. Research Park. Thank you so much. I couldn't remember the name, but Research Park. Okay. And her son worked out at a company out there. Her son, her son's a computer geek. And next door to where he worked was the company called Proper. P R O P P E R. You know what Proper does? I did at one time, but I don't remember. They're a clothing manufacturer. Specifically, they manufacture police clothing, police uniforms, things like that. Um, and they also have a whole line of, if you know what 511 is, 511 is another company that does sort of stuff like that. It's like a 511 kind of company. But they're headquartered right there in Research Park. So one day, she calls and tells me, hey, they're having a sample sale at Proper. And my son went over there and took a look at some of the stuff. And they've got some boots that they're selling off real cheap. And she saw, you know, he shot me some pictures, and I say, I'll take a pair. So her son goes over and buys two pairs of boots. And the one pair of boots that I wore, I literally wore them out. That's how I fell down last night. You know what she paid for? You know what he paid for these boots? Eight bucks. Ten dollars. <laughs> and they became my all-time favorite boots. Their, the soles didn't match. Well, that's the, you remember, you know what, we, what I'm talking about. Be, yes. They were salesman samples, and apparently they, the left and they, on the top, the uppers of the, of the boots, both the boots looked the same on the top, but they had different soles, which is sort of funny because if you saw me sit down somewhere and it looked like I had on two different shoes, and technically I guess I did, but I didn't, 
they were the same uppers, but they had different soles. And it was sort of funny. So I have worn these things. They're my work boots. Now, what's nice about them is they're the desert work. They're the desert combat boots, which means they breathe. They're, yes. not, they're not waterproof. They don't, have a, they don't have a steel sole. And they're not real heavy. They've got a molded sole on the bottom. What's happened is I have literally worn them out. And I love these things. And to the point where the leather's starting to really you know, separate. You know it's bad when the leather starts to get bad. That um, is true. And so what happened on the left one, the sole where it's, it's, it's I guess, molded or glued or, or bonded somehow to the upper of the shoe... It's become loose to the point where what happened was when I took a step last night, the sole of the shoe doubled underneath me. You know what I mean? Like in other words, it folded. I do know what it, you mean. It folded back, and I fell down and could not catch myself. And it was one of those things where I thought to myself, "I'm not going to be able to get up." I mean, I and went. Where is my help? I fallen and I can't get up button. Right, right. I went down hard. To the point where it like it felt like it snapped my neck. If your head like fall down and like it felt like I your have. necks. Oh my god, it hurt. And I laid there for about a minute. I thought to myself, "It's all the world's smartest woman's fault. It's her fault. She did it. She's the one that did it to me." And I finally I got up and 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 struggled away. Anyway, that's my weird story. Where were you at? At my place. I fell in the front yard. <laughs> oh, did you really? I was walking across the grass. And I'm literally, I'm, and made it worse, I'm walking downhill. It slopes away from my place, okay? So as I'm walking downhill, I take a step with my left foot, which is the one where the, the soul delaminated, and, and it caught up, and I, you know, you know how, you know, split second, you think, oh, I think I can catch myself, and you take a step, and you can't. Now, the last time that I had a nasty fall like that, I fell down in the parking lot at the radio station in Washmo, I, uh-huh. bro- I broke my arm. <laughs> Did you break anything this time? I don't think so. Uh, so Grace? Far, I'm, 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 I'm fully functional. At least I hope I am. Okay. Which is not the case for the skier. You heard this story? God. I don't know what story you're talking this about. This is so, so weird. Chances are no. I will read the official title of the story. This is from People Magazine. Finnish skier suffers frozen penis in Olympics race. <laughs> That is okay. That is the title. How does one recover from that? It says a skier from Finland said he suffered from quote unbearable pain quote after his penis froze during a race at the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing on Saturday. He says you can guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished. Remy Lindholm said he's 24. He was in the men's 30 uh, 50 kilometer mass start cross country skiing race. Now what's interesting is. The, the race was so bad, the conditions were so bad, they knocked it down to a 30-kilometer race. They knocked it down from 50 to 30 kilometers, and it still, it still froze his penis. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, he needed to <laughs> get take this. care of them boys. It says, it isn't Lundholm's first time suffering from a frozen penis. He raced a similar, he had a similar situation during a race in Finland last year, according to Reuters. In a, <laughs> So clearly this is, he's like, a, he must, I don't know, like it on some level. Now get this. Because you happen once, yeah. okay, fine, that's on <laughs> right, me. Right, right. You'd think you'd learn your lesson. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, I need to bundle up the boys. You know, what he said was, he says, it didn't hurt until it defrosted. <laughs> 
Well, good, bad, or no. <laughs> now get this. The Finnish team, the Finnish skiing team also had bad luck because John Salonen, who's also on the Finnish team, he got injured when he slammed it to a cameraman during the men's half-pike qualifying event on Thursday. Oh, my. So the, I that cameraman was hurt. <laughs> so the Swedish ski team is not doing so well. As a matter of fact, uh, the Olympics have just been a disaster for NBC, the ratings. If I, I read this story last night. I'm going like, oh, my God, nobody's watching the Olympics. Remember when, you used to, when the Olympics were on? Yeah, I mean, you used as to, a like, kid, stay glued. Oh, my yeah. God, you sit there. And, 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 you know, the crazy thing about it is, I don't even know this, do you know that none of the announcers were in China? Huh? The announcers for the Olympics, if you watch the Olympics and NBC and Peacock and stuff like that, yeah. None of the announcers announcers were in China. They were here? They were in Connecticut and they were just narrating the video from afar. Okay. I'm, I'm not kidding you. But I'm not I'm but, not but saying see, anything about it. That's the way the that's, Because we sit there and put on a morning show and we're not <laughs> even in the same room. Well, that's not that's the Cardinals did that this last I think this past season, maybe I know they did it in the, and in, in, in pretty sure this past season. What where, put on a morning show? No, 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 no. The the play by play guys didn't travel when they when the when the Cardinals were in St. Louis. They sat up in the booth and did the play by play. But when they when they were on the road, they stayed here in St. Louis and they sat in the studio and they announced the game by watching the video monitors. They just you know like hey well it's you know it's bottom of the seventh inning we're here at well they were they weren't they were in St. Louis. They did it from their place down there in Ballpark Village. Honest to God. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the, how they did the games. Talk about fake, fake, fake. Okay, here's an unbelievable story. I'm not making this up. I've seen this story on several websites. Um, I've seen it. Matter of fact, uh, where did I get it from? I can't remember where I saw this site. This is on Fox News. I've seen the same story on CNN. I've seen it on New York Post, okay? There's a man. This is in uh, Midvale, Utah. It's a suburb about 12 miles south of Salt Lake City. He's in a drive-thru at McDonald's, 1.30 in the afternoon. He's in a drive-thru at McDonald's, and he gets his food. People, you know, orders his food. One, You know, the little thing out, the little speaker. Drives up to the window, gets his food, and his order's wrong. So he gets upset. So the people, you know, at the McDonald's, hey, sir, we'll redo it for you. So they're not moving quick enough. So he brandishes his handgun. He points it at the people in the drive-thru and essentially says, you fix my food right now or I'm going to shoot you. I don't know if he said that or not, but he, he, he waved the gun at him. That's a role model. Yeah. Well, wait, it gets better. So the McDonald's people call 911. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. The McDonald's people call 911. Police show up. Sure enough, there's the dude sitting in the parking lot eating his food. And they said to him, sir, did you brandish a gun at the people in the drive-thru? And he says, I sure did. So they said, sir, can you step out of the car? He steps out of the car, and as he gets out of the car, apparently he's got two kids in the back seat, a three-year-old and a four-year-old boy. He gave the gun to the four-year-old before he got out of the car, and as he's getting out of the car, as he's getting arrested, he tells the kid to shoot the cops. Okay? Four-year-old uh-huh. kid, back seat of the car. The police officer can't believe this. Two police officers, one can't believe it, and he's going, what do you mean? Shoot the cops. He looks back. The kid's got a gun aimed at the police officer. The police officer jumps into the car to try to get the gun away from the kid. The kid fires the gun, goes through his arm. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> Can you believe this? 
<laughs> I do believe it, and that's what the tragic part is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> here, here's the official story. When officers arrived, they tried talking to the driver. They pulled him out of the vehicle and said he was not uncooperative, the news outlet said. Uh, as he was being arrested, an officer spotted a gun being being held by the child in the back seat. The four-year-old fired the weapon while seated next to a three-year-old sibling. <laughs> and here's here's from the chief of police of this police department. This campaign against police officers just needs to stop. We're here to protect and serve, and this is getting out of hand. This is a child who thought it was okay to pull a firearm and shoot that firearm at police. I've never because seen anything his like dad told him right? to. I've never seen anything like this in 28 years. Investigators believe the suspect told the child to open fire on police. An officer detected the guns that was being being fired, and it was shot through the arms. Authority said. The poor cops get shot through the arm by a four-year-old. I mean, how bad have things gotten when a guy, a dude, and once again, we're not talking a guy's not robbing banks. He gets his order screwed up at Mickey D's, right? How bad is that? How bad? Considering they're all 12. I mean, how mad can you get when you get your order screwed up at Mickey D's? The police show up. That that man had issues. You give your gun to your four-year-old, say, shoot the cop, and a kid pulls the gun, and he's going to... Now, now, okay, being sort of a firearms guy, not an expert, but most guns have... You know, the trigger pull is... I shouldn't say that. Some of the new Glocks and things like that have only what they call like a five-pound trigger, which only takes like five pounds of force to fire the weapon. If you have an older you know, older revolver or stuff like that, if it's a double-action revolver, it's sort of hard to pull that, that trigger. But I guess I guess a, a four-year-old kid, if it was like a, like a semi-automatic, like a Glock, some kind of a handgun with what they call striker-fired, probably pull the trigger fairly easy. So gives the gun to his four-year-old kid, and the kid shoots the cop. Oh, man. By the way, have you... So, how do they... Who do they charge? Well, they can't, you know... The the, man, of course, but... Well, they're going to charge him with all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, about, uh, you know, contributing to the liquidity of minor, you know, I mean, he'll get the book thrown at him. In New York, he'd get a ticket and he'd be out in four hours. You know, that's the way Mm -hmm. things work nowadays. I'm thinking to myself, I, I have to tell you a funny story. I had my project I was working on yesterday, which I will remain nameless because I get in trouble if I talk about it because I'm not allowed to talk about this kind of stuff. So I go to a particular hardware store and I'm looking for a plumbing part. And the website says they have 18 of them. But when I go to the little area area where they're supposed to be, the little rack where they're supposed to be, there's none of them. So I tracked down. You should have went to uh, jailing. Well, but, but see, that wasn't close to where I was at. Oh, okay. So anyway, I tracked down a plumbing dude who comes over and helps me and I show him that they're empty and he pulls it up in his little phone. He goes, oh yeah, we've got 18 of them, which is what my phone said. And he says, I guess they haven't all been stolen yet. That's what he said. Oh dear. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, you have that problem? He says, oh yeah, all the time. He says, we go through the tool aisle all the time. And he says, we pick up the boxes like for like, like, you know, like DeWalt tools and right, things like that. Right, right. We pick up the boxes to make sure there's something still in them. And I go, what do you mean? He says, people come in here and they open up the boxes, they stick the tool in their in their pocket and they put they put the box back down and they walk out. Yeah, that's about right. 
I'm going like, man, how sad has this gotten? I mean, it's pretty tragic. I mean, I mean, you know, and once again, the problem with that is you and I pay for that because the store, that's a cost of doing business, what they call shrinkage. The store, you know, has to, they jack that's up. That's not what I call shrinkage. Well, <laughs> I won't touch that. The store, the store <laughs> has to comp, you know, the store builds that into the price of goods, just like they do their electric bill and their insurance and, you know, all the other crazy stuff that costs, you know, that stay in business, cost of doing business. Okay. Um, what else was going to talk about? Uh, we're covering a lot of ground right now. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, Noggles. Okay. Yes. Somebody on Facebook, no, on Twitter mentions Noggles. And there used to be several Noggles in the St. Louis area. My favorite Noggles was down on, on McCausland. You know where I'm talking about? I do. You know where the High Point Theater is? I do. It was down the street. It was, be, it was between, it was between Clayton Road and 44. And if you, yes. if you, if you went, if you went south on Skinker and you went around the curve there and I guess Skinker turns into McCausland, I guess it is. Uh, anyway, um, it was right there and I still love their hamburgers. God, they had great hamburgers. You know, everybody went there for their Mexican food. Not me. I went for their hamburgers. So somebody re- mentioned some about something about, uh, Noggle's on their Twitter feed, and I mentioned, I put, and there was this, when you went to Noggles, there was this thing that you got in your bag that talked about, you know, Noggles, all the thing, there was like a little, little, little half-page advertisement, and it had a picture of Dick Noggle, there was actually, the guy's name was Dick Noggle, and he was this bald-looking dude, and it said, Dick Noggle says, and dot, dot, dot. And then it had like the things that made Noggle unique. You know, serve the food hot. You know, be nice to the customer. Keep the place clean. That was what it said. Dick Noggle said. Okay. And everybody used to kid about that. It was a line. People go, well, Dick Noggle said, because everybody used to, you know, at least the, cl- the crew that I hung around with. We're all demented, weird DJs. Okay. So I put that on my Twitter page and somebody likes it and they tweet back at me. Thanks for recognizing Noggles. And it's Noggles. And I'm going like, what in the world is this? If you know the story of Noggles, they were bought out by Del Taco. Okay? I did not know that. Yes, Noggles got bought out by Del Taco. But what they did was Del Taco bought them out just to to knock out the competition. So when when Del Taco knocked out Noggles, bought them out, they just closed them all down or converted them to Del Taco's. So they didn't use the trademark anymore. So a group of three guys from Southern California loved Noggle's food, and they found out that the trademark had been abandoned, that mm-hmm. the, the trademark was not renewed by Del Taco. So they went to court, and they got the trademark back, and they opened up. They now have three Noggles in Southern California. And they they got they got together with a chef who remembered the old food because he loved Noggles too. And they have recreated the Noggles menu, and they have three Noggles in Southern California. Interesting thing was when they opened up the first one, they thought about, well, we don't know if this is going to go too well. They talked about in the first day they were open, within six hours they sold out all their food. Wow! <laughs> and then they restocked, opened up the next day, sold out like in four hours. And for a while, it got so crazy and so busy in the neighborhood this, this, this store was at that the police got complaint calls from the neighbor because they were backed up around the block and they were, dri- they were blocking people's driveways. So they made them shut down for a week. 
So then, and it talks like about penalize them. Yes, because they were creating a problem with traffic mm. stuff like okay. that. So it's a pretty interesting story. I'll I'll send you the thing. Matter of fact, I find I find the story on on. A matter of fact, if you go to, if you just go on to, uh, on, on to, um, um, I can't get my phone to work right. Hold on a minute. Dude, I'm going to do this. If you just go to, if you go to, why won't it do that? Come on. It's not letting me do it. Hold on a minute. I'm trying to find this. There we go. Okay. If you go to Wikipedia and you just type in Noggles. It talks about Noggles was a Southern California fast food Mexican restaurant chain that existed from 70 to 95. A revived Noggles chain was established in 25, uh, 2015 by int- uh, entrepreneur Christian Zybarth after he was ruled that the trademark had been abandoned by the original company's successors, Del Taco. It's pretty interesting. It talks about these guys, and now they're in. So they have they have three. Uh, they used to be. This was this was Noggles. They were in Southern California, Nevada, St. Louis, Missouri, Orlando, Florida, Chicago, Illinois, and. Um, couple other cities mexican american fast food god it was good you know what they put on their hamburgers which i loved grilled onions you love your grilled onions i love grilled onions because it's it's the best of both worlds you can have onions but yet you know when you walk around people don't oh my god get away from me your breath smells terrible that's why grilled onions because it takes that nasty you know nasty bad breath aspect of it um i don't think so Whatever, 727. 